Welcome to the Rod of Iron Podcast, Fundamental Baptist, breaking down discussions, dogma, and daily events. I am your host, Pastor Bruce Mejia, First Works Baptist Church, joined by the fundamentals of our church, Brother Hyktov Macian, Brother Cody Hauk, and at the board we have Brother Ulysses Hernandez. This is episode one of season number five. You said, what happened to all the other episodes in uh, you know, in season four? What other episodes? What season four? What season four? It was a it's a hiccup of a season. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and forget about it. It's a new new year, new me, new podcast, amen. <laughs> so 2024, season five, episode one. And this evening we're gonna talk about well, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Crunchy Mamas as an introduction, but we're mainly going to focus on the Jews and their tunnels. What? This is a really big thing going on right now. That's what we call it. And so uh, we're looking forward to a great episode tonight. Gentlemen, are we ready? Yep. Yeah, we're ready. Let's do it. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. How's it going? <laughs> uh, should I say what I typically say? <laughs> it's been a while, but we're back. Took a little break. I got to say all the cliches of the a little of the hiatus, of, little hiatus, little Sabbath, little sabbatical. Uh, I got to say all the cliches that I typically say. Did you check the cameras? Mas Cafe. That one's for Pastor Shelley. And uh, what else? Did I forget anything? Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Ah, oh, dang. See, joke's on you. <laughs> see see what happens when you try to be funny? That's why we need to bring it up again. <laughs> see, this, this is why I have to constantly talk about it, because apparently you're not getting it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Genghis Khan. Is it? Really? I thought it was, I thought Genghis. It was Genghis. Me too. <laughs> Boy, used to put a J in It's because you guys don't read. It's because you guys don't read. That's that's why. It's Genghis Khan. So, um, you guys bring your Stanley Cups or what? <laughs> my wife's got no. one. <laughs> yeah, my wife's got two. Oh, dang. I love my wife more. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got her a tank of a Stanley. It's like a Stanley, I don't mean, what do you call it? It's not even a tumbler anymore, right? What is that? Like a jug? Is it the gallon <laughs> one? It's like a it's like a 65 ounce one, I think. And then and then she has her regular girly one. Mm. The very pastel, yeah, pink um oh, yeah, my wife's pink as well. Yeah, I got my wife hers like a year ago, before all the the real big controversy came up. Yeah, what controversy are you talking about? I don't know. There just seems to be a lot of people that uh, I don't know, on hate the this cup. I don't know. Stanley's originally started out as a male dominated cup thermos, <laughs> and then transitioned to becoming. I guess that's not a good word, huh? Transition. <laughs> Became a, like a woman's cup, but uh, ladies love that cup. They just, I don't, I actually don't know why they do. It's just the trendy thing right now. It's a trendy thing, but are all trends really bad though? No, you know what I mean. Like, can we say that trendiness is like sinful in and of itself to be trendy just because you're 
something popular comes up and you just join it. You know Especially I mean? when it's like a water cup. I mean, yeah, like basically, like if it makes you drink more water, sounds pretty good. It? And it's like a little yeah, fat. The ladies it like it. It's all fashionable. The ladies like stuff. it. They look fashionable. What'd you say? It, it makes you drink more water. Well, if you own one, it's to put water in, and you carry it around because you want to. You know, not you, you. I'm I'm talking about the women. Universal. Yeah, the woman. The women they carry it around, and they like to look trendy with it. But if it has water, they're gonna drink out of it. You yeah. know what I mean? So, my wife drinks a lot more water nowadays. Yeah, so, does, so does my wife because of it. I feel like it serves its purpose. And in my opinion, you know, if you need to spend a little couple extra dollars to get a little more discipline in a certain area, why not? Even it's a good gift for a husband to give to a wife, too. It's kind of oh, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just... They sometimes husbands it. are like, what do I get? It's like... Yeah. It's yeah. like a really easy girly. one to get. Yeah. It's girly. It's mm-hmm. very girly, you know? I mean, I don't really know what girly is, but I just... Whatever my wife has, I just consider to be girly because she's a very girly woman. Mm-hmm. And so... um you know, looks stylish, trendy. I don't want one. I, I got a Yeti. I don't want them because I know they have like the male versions. Yeah. Of the of the Stanley, but I feel like Stanley now is like a woman's. Yeah, I don't think cup. I don't think a guy could get a uh, Stanley. You want to be well, a Stanley boy? <clears throat> I don't want to be a Stanley boy. <laughs> but you got to take it easy because there's a, there's a couple guys in our church that have Stanleys. I think. Oh, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> In fact, this, well, em- this sure. empty seat to the left of me, I think uh, <laughs> the I think he has a Stanley Cup. <laughs> I'm sure it's navy blue. I'm sure it's, nah, it's dark pink. gray. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What do they probably have black or something? I, I'm just saying, like, it, you know, Stanley is no longer, you don't think of, like, a thermos anymore. No. You think of those cups. I didn't even know they had a thermos before. See what I mean? Yeah. See what I'm talking about? But in my opinion, if a trend helps you to be more disciplined or helps you in a certain area, I don't see anything wrong with it. You know, like, for example, um, the carnivore diet is a trendy diet. But it's good for you, right? Like, you, people benefit from it. But like all trends, people are, there's always going to be haters of that trend. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, if, a, if it's improving like a person's life, Somehow, if they do it and it improves their life and there's nothing sinful about it, then let them have it. You know what I mean? I'm just saying because, you know, like old IFB will often like just criticize everything that's trendy and stylish, but just because it's trendy and stylish. So should Mm -hmm. we be just like, I don't know, Amish? (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of like leaning towards like the Amish mentality. Is it because huh? they consider it coveting after something, or just because somebody has it, then you also have to have it? Yeah, probably. They probably just because people want it. But here's the thing: is just like you know, they covet too. They desire things mm-hmm. that they that they don't call out. You know what I mean? They probably like specific cars or clothing. You mm. know what I mean? It's like the Amish, you know what I mean? Like the Amish are all—they're all like uniform in how they live, but you know, Amish are comparing their buggies. <laughs> like <laughs> one's a little more newer than the other. They're comparing their horses. It's always going to exist to a certain extent, you know what I mean? I think you can desire something without becoming covetous, though. 
I mean, if you could get a Stanley, what, I mean... Yeah, like, like, yeah, exactly. If you is that just, really... If you could just get it... I mean, it's a small price to pay if you want to make your wife happy, right? I don't even think it's that expensive. It's like 40 bucks, I think it is. Yeah. <clears throat> the one that I got my wife, that big jug, I don't know, I think it was like 100 bucks. Mm. But it's making her drink more water. So why not? Yeah. And, you know, if the girls feel a little stylish as they're drinking water, then so be it. If they want to look a little more trendy and stylish, but it's making them drink water, you know what I mean? Have at know. it. You know what I mean? But do they even look trendy when they drink it? Or just they, I'm just saying they what, so. what they, they so. probably think. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they do. And I'm not saying that you have to be trendy to drink water. I'm just saying, like, if it helps someone to do that, to drink water or to be disciplined in a certain area, then so be it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just weird that when people just become a little too overly aggressive, which leads me to a particular point that I've been thinking about. You guys know, like, the crunchy movement? Yeah. yeah. Like the crunchy mamas? Yeah, the holistic. Holistic. Yeah. That stuff is good. You know what I mean? But I actually came across a, a Instagram page, and it's of a, a crunchy mama, but she's actually making fun of the crunchy mama world. And I actually reposted one of her videos because it's actually really funny. And it's like, you know, she, she comes home and she sits down and her husband's there. And then she's like, honey, can you give me a foot rub? And he's like, honey, come on. She's like, what? And he's like, well, you're grounding all day. You know what grounding is? Mm-hmm. It's like when you're you're just walking barefoot. barefoot. And she's like, oh, it's not that bad. But you look at her feet and they're just dirty as hell just like <laughs> mud and dirt and she's just like exposing she's being facetious obviously but she's saying like sometimes crunchy mamas are a little extreme on certain areas mm. and she has another video where she's like she's eating a popsicle and she brings it to her husband and she's like you want a popsicle and he's like and he's not crunchy so the, the the idea is like she's the extreme one and he's not right so he's like you want a popsicle and he's like oh yeah i love him I love popsicles. And he grabs it and he starts eating. He's like, she's like, it's bone broth. You know, it's like a bone broth. You know, it's really <laughs> healthy. And it's like, what in the world? You know, but that's something a crunchy mama would do. You know, hmm. So it kind of shows you like the extreme world of it. And the thing is like, it's good to be a crunchy mama. It's good to be a crunchy person, period. Look at the definition of crunchy mama. It's good to be, to have that holistic view and know what are the dangers of the foods that you eat, the air that you breathe, or the things that you use, or whatever? You know, just to kind of have a be your own doctor, right? That's basically like the philosophy. It's like be your own doctor, do your own research, know what what does that say? The term "crunchy mom" is typically used to describe a mother or female caregiver who typically follows a natural lifestyle and incorporates it into their parenting. A crunchy mom. Attempts to avoid modern medicine, limits reliance on technology, and eats only organic foods. So at face value, it's just like, cool, you know? But the thing is, is like, there's nothing wrong with that. Because you look at it, it's like, oh, that's good. But sometimes people can become so crunchy Mm -hmm. that they almost develop like a holier-than-thou disposition where they it impedes them from like socially interacting with others. And then they don't become charitable towards others. Mm-hmm. Like they can't interact with people. They can't go to people's houses because some the food people aren't like have. as crunchy as them or something. Or yeah, or if they're just not crunchy at all. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you know, like if like she has this one 
the lady has this one video where it's like they went to the friend's house and the friend's like, oh, you got he, he comes and he brings them like a cup of water and she drinks it. And, and the, the husband's like, where's the where'd you guys get the water from? And they're like, oh, it's just tap water. And then she's like, she just spits it out, you know, because God forbid, you know, she should drink tap water. Yeah, at least it's not Arrowhead. Yeah. <laughs> Arrowhead is gross. <laughs> but obviously it's it's a joke, right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, you know, it's kind of showing this world where people can't socially interact with other individuals and be and, and have charity towards them. Like, they, they can't drink the water that's given to them. They can't eat the foods that are being presented. And God forbid you should ever have, like, Thanksgiving dinner with a crunchy family. Really? Oh, yeah, because, like, there's certain sugars you can't have, foods that you can't have. This has this. This is, this is carcinogenic and... You know, like, oh, don't light a candle. You know, that's really bad. And so it's it, it, it's like a, a philosophy that's good, but when taken to an extreme, uh, it's, it's really annoying. You know Sounds what I mean? Like, you don't really want to be around people like that. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy that they, they, you know, that they would, they wouldn't have the discretion um, to just be kind to a person when they go to a person's house or something like that. And not express those extreme views to a person that doesn't really have those views. We're going to talk about biblical views here. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is like a, it's a standard, you know, um, and people can make it a conviction based upon the evidence that's presented out there. But at the end of the day, like as Christians, our Christian values and principles supersede that. So according to the Bible, eat what is before you, asking no questions for conscience sake. And it's the principle there is that you do it. For the person who's given it to you, you're being charitable towards that individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a weaker, weaker conscience than you. You got to be kind towards them and just do it anyways. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's why, like, right now I'm on carnivore. But I think right now is the best time to be on carnivore because I'm not traveling. Because <laughs> it's if, after the holidays and stuff. It's too. after the holidays, but also I'm not traveling because if I travel, I got to eat whatever people put before me. Right. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I can't touch that, those carbs. I'm, I'm on a cut right now. What are you doing to me? You know what I mean? You just kind of kind of like be kind and not be, just you come, know, come an obnoxious jerk. jerk. Yeah. yeah. You know, because what if, what if like I traveled and I went to someone's house and they made me a meal and it's just carved up? Yeah. What's in there? Yeah. Oh, can I just <laughs> like not have this? And can I just have this part right here? And it's just not a Christian thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, obviously, it's good to be crunchy. It's good to have that holistic disposition, but you got to be flexible. And most of these people, like the real extreme ones, they're the ones that move from the city and go to the middle of nowhere to live in the middle of the forest somewhere where the air is cleaner, blah, 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 which, you know, obviously, I think anybody would like to do that. But as a Christian, we don't really have the luxury to do that because according to the Bible, we are to center our lives around spiritual things, like the church. And I've seen a lot of these like uh, crunchy mamas and stuff on like Instagram and stuff, and and they'll be like in the wo- middle of nowhere in the woods, and like they want their own farm and they want to just make everything there. And it just it's not it seems nice, but it's not really something not realistic. That... I mean, but at the same time, you want to be the center of Instagram. Like, well, what is it? What do you, what do you really want? Do yeah. you want the attention? Or and do at the you end of the day, at the end of the day, again, want? like if you, like in a perfect world, we could move out in the middle of nowhere if there was a fundamental Baptist church there mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people there. But you know what? We don't live in that world. God wants us to be where people are. 
Yeah. And, you know, I'm not against like raising chickens and stuff. I think that's great if you have the capability of doing so. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Just not at the expense of just being in the middle of nowhere with your chickens and you're not able to go preach not the going, gospel, you're not, not going you're to not church. You're not winning. You're not like. Everything comes out of Going to a church. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so. You know, and then, the, the, and then another thing is like, well, we don't live in the city because of like the air quality is so bad, you know. But at the end of the day, like there there has to come a point, and and I'm referring to those who are Christians, because people who are just crunchy and like a holistic living is a religion to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're on a different plane. They obviously don't care what the Bible says, mm-hmm. and they can claim Christianity yeah. all they want. Christians should know better, though. Which a lot there's a lot of them on like social media. They claim to be Christians, but, you know, I want to know what kind of church they go to, first and foremost. You know, I want to know what their doctrine is. And, you know, I want to see if they take a holistic approach to the Bible and not just pick and choose, you know what I mean, certain parts of the Bible that aligns with Mm. their crunchy philosophy. You know, as Christians, we're to take a holistic approach and take the entire Bible and obey all the commandments of God, right? Mm-hmm. And so for them, it's just like, well, they all, they only take the health aspects of the Bible and everything else about church and evangelism and soul winning and fellowship and love for the brethren just goes out the window. So, you know, Christians can't be falling into that trap, you know what I mean? And so, but if they do, you know, you just got to remember to be charitable. And the Bible actually says a lot about just like not talking. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if if you can not give your opinion because you know it might like offend your brother, offend your sister, or it's just not necessary, you know what I mean? Then the Bible says you should probably just keep your mouth shut. It's just better that way. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's better to just try to have peace with your brethren, you know? And obviously there is a time and place for everything. There's a time and place to like... um you know, express that knowledge and talk to your brethren about certain things. But, you know, word fitly spoken in due season, how sweet it is. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, uh, and again, I'm all for the holistic living and all that. Yeah. You know, drinking a lot of water, eating organically. and Staying away from medicine, like modern medicine, like pills and, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, like, for example, my wife and I take a holistic approach to a certain extent in certain areas of our life. Like, for example, we have our babies at at, at home. Like the last baby we had was at home. It was a home birth. The two babies prior to that was at a birthing center. I mean, we're kind of moving along to try to, like, have that liberty to be able to do it as holistic as possible and as natural as possible. But here's the thing, you know, the, the, the crunchy mamas, let me show you how extreme they get. Just talk about like birth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I think I know, yeah, where, you I'm know where I'm going oh, with this. Where it's like, they're so crunchy that it's just like, you know, you should eat your freaking placenta. You know, they, they encourage wives <laughs> that once the baby is born, you know, the placenta that, that houses the baby, like it comes out and then they're like, not at that, not at the moment, but like. Eventually, they consume that placenta. Either they consume it by literally eating it, or they put it into pill form. They encapsulate the placenta, and then they take it in pill form. Because they have this view that's like, oh, it's so good for you, and it levels out your hormones, and all this stuff. But but here's the thing, though. That's extreme. Yeah. And in my opinion, okay, humans don't learn that from other humans or the Bible. <laughs> 
you get that from animals because animals do stuff like that. Yeah. When when a dog like gives birth, <clears throat> the mom will eat its like umbilical cord and stuff, and just like, that, that kind of could be the downward spiral too. They, they, they get so uh, they get so natural that now they're looking at the animals. Yeah, as like they become unnatural. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't because yeah. because you like you don't like you can't find that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's not in the Bible, and. It's just such because I because I remember like we were at our old midwife and she was telling my wife she was trying to like encourage her to eat her placenta, and I was just like, "We're getting in and out," because <laughs> 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 there's like an in and out down the street from like the the, the midwife, and we were like, "You can have it." <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna do the it's all, it's all our regular <laughs> double double with fries and a shake and a coke. Thanks, but no thanks. That does. Am I supposed to eat that too, or what? Like, is this a two for one? You know, it's just like <laughs> it's just weird. And they're like, oh, you know, once you have it, you know, women who have taken it, they become their cheeks get all rosy and stuff. And I'm thinking, why is this probably like an allergic reaction or something, <laughs> yeah. bro? Like that ain't that ain't good. Now we, then, got, we got makeup at home. We're good. It's a placebo. It's a placebo. <laughs> we got makeup at home. It's a placebo effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, for example, but we do keep the placebo. The placebo. <laughs> we do keep the placenta. We do keep the placenta, only because when you have the baby, like that's your responsibility. You got to freeze it. You got to throw it away. Freeze it where? In the refrigerator, like in the freezer. Where else? Oh, in the freezer, bro. <laughs> I go nuts when like the cucumbers go bad. I can't imagine. That. <laughs> <laughs> placenta in the fridge. Will you open crazy, the bro. What the? I mean, it's not just like out in the open. <laughs> How long has this been in here for? <laughs> Yeah, it's our job to dispose of it because it's, you know. Where, you just, where do you dispose of it? In be? the trash. What do you mean where? But why do you why have do to you put have to it in the trash? <laughs> okay, because of the fact that it's uh, it, it's, it comes from a human. See what happens is. Let me explain something to you. <laughs> so if we were to, listen, if we're, if. We get the birds I can't and the beef I talk to, like, right now. I know. Like, I can't believe I have to maybe explain you can, this. Maybe you can tell us afterwards or something. Son. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to know. The reason why is because. <laughs> You know, it comes from the body. It has blood. It has all that, you know, all the fluids. So if you just took it and threw it into the trash, what, like, what happens to things that c- came out of a human that's in the trash until trash day comes? It's going to, like, smell. It's going to, mm. it's like, it comes from a human. It's like, you understand what I'm saying? So you have to freeze it, okay? And then when trash day comes, then you go throw it in the trash, mm. Just time to birth right before the crash day, and you're good. You're good to go. We're leaving that on the on the podcast so that everyone knows what a stupid comment that was, <laughs> and that I did not approve of that dumb comment. But anyways, <laughs> what I'm saying is that um, you know the holistic community. That there's there's people that are for it. There's people that are against it. Obviously, I'm one of them. But there's people who are for it and they believe in it. But you don't get that. You get that from animals. You get that idea from animals. And in fact, I don't. I'm not fully versed in that whole realm. Okay, I just pay for the babies to be born. <laughs> but like you know, I'm not fully versed in, in the whole placenta thing. But from what I've seen, it's like the placenta is there to like absorb all the toxins and all the bad stuff or whatever. Oh, so, so why would you like, do that? So like consuming in. it, yeah. it's like, huh. It's old wives' tale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's old yeah. wives' fable. fable yeah. It's probably Jewish too. And you know, it's it's vain jangling of yeah. the holistic world. 
that will increase unto more ungodliness and uncleanness. Mm. You know what I mean? And it will eat as doth a canker. You understand? And so it's good to exercise yourself unto godliness, or excuse me, it's good to do bodily exercise, meaning that you abstain from certain foods and you only eat certain foods, but not at the expense of being charitable towards others mm. and just being obnoxious and being a person who people don't want to be around. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to be mature about it, be kind. And obviously if someone's like promoting a particular, let's say for example, that there's an individual who just loves McDonald's, right? And they want to promote McDonald's as being a healthy food and, you know, and they're on opposition of, of like healthy eating, then obviously you should expose that and be like, no, that's wrong. You know what I mean? If that's mm -hmm. what you want to eat and that's your business, but that's wrong. Yeah. But to kind of just like tear people down and stuff like that just because that's what they do, you know what I mean? It's just like whatever, you know? Yeah. Obviously, when it comes to vegetarianism and veganism, that's a different story because the Bible is against that. You know, that's not something that's taught in the Bible and that should be exposed. But you know what? The holistic group, the, the crunchy group, they can be as militant as the vegans, you know? Is this a new fad? Like, how long has this movement been around? They've probably always been around. But I mean, there's always been, like, natural people. But, like, you got to understand something. that's like with the, with the age of the Internet, everything's just kind of magnified. So groups grow because of the Internet. So there might have been pockets of people who, you know, held to these beliefs, but now more people do because of the internet. And this is, I was talking about my wife, and we'll get up, we'll get to the Jews and their tunnels in just a bit. But, um, you know, I was talking to my wife about this, like, you think to yourself, like, which one's the right diet, you know? And then some people will be like, it's keto, which I was like that. Other people are like carnivore. No, you got to do a caloric deficit. No, you got to eat vegetables. No, you got to do this, right? And I've come to the conclusion that when you study all of the foods or diets that people have eaten throughout history, you know, a lot of them don't work and a lot of them do. And because we have the internet and information is so readily available to us, we have essentially a plethora of diets to choose from that all work. And so you can just pick and choose whichever one you want because of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like... At the end of the day, you just got to choose which one works for you, mm. you know? And I did keto. It worked for me, but I'm not doing it now because I've just learned a little more, and I feel like the carnivore is a better way to go. I've done the caloric deficit. That doesn't work for me as well. But for other people, it does. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like we live in a day and age where you can just kind of choose which one works best for you only because all of the information is already re readily available to us. Now, obviously, you can't take that approach to the Bible, because there's only one truth, but in other areas of life, you can you can do that. You know what I mean? And so there's in, there's individuals who emphasize only powerlifting, <clears throat> myself, and there's other people who are just like um, calisthenics. Other people are just like jogging. You know, okay, well, what whatever works for you. You know what I mean? Because everyone at the end of the day has different goals. People just want a, a healthy heart, then then go run. You know what I mean? I don't run because the wicked flee when no man pursueth. I'm just <laughs> kidding. It's kind of true, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you can, or you can choose anything because there's enough information under each category for you to make uh, a good decision. You know what I mean? There's a lot of choices. So Yeah. Anyways, 
that's my approach on it. I was gonna, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna preach on the extreme crunchy mama movement because it's a good movement, but it's just it, it ends up delving into a lot of unnatural things too. Hmm. And it's and at the end of the day, you know what my wife told me? She's like, you know, at the end of the day, all those crunchy people are just fearful people. Yeah, they're just constantly scared. They're afraid if they take a sniff of that candle, oh man, like they're done. <laughs> or if like you it know, it gets to like the microplastics that you drink from anything, and it's yeah. like they're it's like it gets to the point they, where it's like you can't even. Everything's got microplastics in it. How do you <clears throat> avoid microplastics? You well, know? how about this? You know, you know what's the most detrimental thing to your health? Stress. You know what induces stress? <laughs> Fear. <laughs> so what if like you do all these holistic things, all these crunchy mama things, but then but you're, you're just constantly living out. in fear. It's just like you're being counterproductive because yeah. you're afraid. There's like a boogeyman well, around fearful, every corner. If you're fearful enough to kind of upplant up your family and move them to the middle of nowhere, that's a, a lot of fear there working in you. <clears throat> what I'm saying is like you're you're you know you're working so hard to keep your body healthy. But it's simultaneously afraid. And if, if you don't believe me, just go to the comment section to some of these crunchy mama, and it's just like, well, what am I supposed to do? Because I do this. And what am I supposed to do? What about this? Or, and it's just like they're freaking out about everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's like... It's just so vain. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. You know, perfect love casteth out fear. And it's not God's will for us to be constantly afraid. And people could say, well, I'm not afraid. I'm just inquiring. No, you're scared. <laughs> you're scared. Otherwise, you I wouldn't can, be inquiring. <laughs> you're, I mean, I'm not saying no, because you, know, you got to inquire about some things. Really? I don't know. Yeah, come on, hike. <laughs> well, I don't know. See what I mean when people go a little bit extreme, you know? It's like canker, you know? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you have to, it's good to inquire, but you can tell that there's fear there. Because it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, how am I supposed to do that if I'm not there? If I live in the city, what am I going to do? It's mm-hmm. just like they're just constantly freaking out. And w- when I came out with, like, the vaccine documentary, that wa- that really pushed me over the edge when it came to, like, the holistic community because they were constantly contacting me over all these boogeymen. Mm-hmm. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Not boogeymen, but it's just like, what am I supposed to do? Do you know I was vaccinated? It's just like, get saved? <laughs> You get a resurrect. I mean, I got vaccinated when I was a kid too, but I'm not going to live the rest of my life in fear because at the end of the day, God can override all the mercury or yeah, whatever yeah. and things that I can't control. God can still keep me alive longer or whatever, you know? It's just like, it sounds like extreme carnality. It is. You're just in the flesh and that's all there is for you. Yeah. It's their religion. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Crazy. And it's a and it's obviously not of God because of the fact that they're constantly living in fear. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like one of the reasons they can't come to a place like we're at because we're in the city. Because <laughs> we're in the city, Worried and you know the the air the um, what's it called chemtrails. the, the chemtrails, and you're breathing <laughs> all that stuff in. But it's just like I grew up here, like this is where yeah. I was born and raised. And at the end of the day, there's nothing I can do about it, yeah. and I'm not going to uproot my family. To go to some freaking mountain in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> live with you, <laughs> and and just be be neighbors with you, dude. I don't want to do that. It's just, and if you think about it, it's just like our immune system becomes stronger when we're around people, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Because we're constantly getting their germs, and you know, like I grew up on drinking water from a hose, <laughs> scraping my knees on the asphalt, playing 
football, bleeding, playing through it, and getting infections, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the human body is way more resilient than. Yeah. Some of these whole extreme holistic people would like to think. They well, think like, a lot of these holistic people are just really weak, too. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, just really they're like, well, we didn't get COVID. Yes, because you're not around anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not around anybody. It's almost like they're so worried that, like, one McDonald's burger, and they think, like, now I'm going to get cancer, like, you know, stage four cancer now or something yeah, like exactly. that. And it's just, it, it's hard to live in that. You got to be balanced. And again, yeah. I'm all for, like, do what you can with what you have. I feel like mm-hmm. I heard a sermon about that recently. You guys here or no? No, they don't remember. <laughs> they don't pay attention in church. Where was it at if you did? <laughs> I, I actually don't remember where I preached that at. Oh, I preached that at Faithful Word. Yeah, Never mind. Right. I'll see that as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. They wouldn't know. <laughs> you got to do what you can with what you have. So my opinion is the, the, what you do is if like you live in the city and you want to take a holistic approach, then figure out what you can do, do it, and be content with that and leave the rest up to God, yeah. you know, because God makes up the difference. So, and then the more, you know, resources you have or liberties that you have, expand your abilities to do that, mm-hmm. but don't just live in fear because you can't do and those And spread things. that fear to yeah. other people. And spread that fear to other people. And, and if we're referring to a saved individual too, it's like they could live the most holistic life and clean life that they can, but if they're not right, if they're not doing God's will, it's like God could cause them to be sick. God they could can cause be, them yeah, to exactly. They can be clean on the outside, but have, they have not yet cleaned the in, inside of the platter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and so it's important to have a clean heart to be charitable towards your the brethren. The weightier matters, the yeah. weightier matters of the law, and so that's why, I, man, it's like it's such a blessing to be a Christian, to be saved, to be a Christian, to have the Bible, because you could be a Christian anywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't require for you to be in a certain geographical location to to be a Christian. And so Christian virtues and practices should be exercised at all times and in all places. Amen? Amen. So recently, within the last couple of... Well, at, by the time of the release of this episode, last week, uh, there was a major controversy in the city of New York where they found an underground tunnel from a synagogue to a... I think they call it a mikvah? Yeah. Which is a, a Jewish bathhouse, bath yeah. right? And um, you know, all of the major media companies or whatever who are covering this are just trying to make light of it. And they're they have all of the common talking points. Yeah. When anything controversial about the Jews is involved, right? What do they say? I don't know, like your anti-Semitic yeah. conspiracy theories. And Rabbit here's the thing is like like conservatives. I don't even think they gave time for anybody to come up with any yeah. conspiracy theories. <laughs> right? Cuz it happens because what happens is like they found the tunnel and it, this is and this is more than just the tunnel, right? Yeah. Like they found this tunnel and then immediately it's just like covered in yeah, cement by the NYPD. The cement trucks in there. Yeah, it's just like I thought if, you know, like if 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 fundamental Baptist church, if Christian churches yeah. had tunnels under their church buildings going to anywhere. There would be a long and, investigation. Oh, there'd be a huge investigation. They would not cover it up. The FBI would be here. The church would get shut down. Like they would not let Christians off the hook for that one. But somehow Jews in a synagogue 
can have a freaking tunnel from their synagogue to a bathhouse going under houses. No questions asked. No questions asked. They can they can throw a riot in, you know, because they're trying to fill it up. <laughs> yeah, and fight police on and it. And fight police and on it, just and just nothing, nothing happened whatsoever. I mean, that's questionable, you know? Yeah. And obviously, because it's 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 taking place with the synagogue, the the main the the real story is not gonna be put out. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're gonna cover it up as much as they possibly can. And in my opinion, if there's a tunnel dug by any religious organization, an investigation has to be made. And the reason why, if you could look up the Catholics the, the Catholic thing, the reason why, like I told you, you know, in, in Mexico, I think it was in Mexico, look it up. They had these underground tunnels from the um, the priest room to the the uh, the nuns. The nuns. Order, yeah. So they'd meet underground, fornicate, and they found like dead bodies there of, of babies. They were being aborted there. I mean, that is fact. So when you have you know men working in darkness and and going under the cover of night yeah, and no it's a religious group like nothing good you know. is happening there. right right so i'm just saying like first of all let's just the history of tunnels <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> before we get to anything before else, we get into the, the just the tunnel topic, aspect just the tunnel aspect any religious group making any tunnels like that it's should obviously 100 questionable suspicious activity it should be m- investigated extensively diligent inquiry should be made uh, and not covered up because of the fact that religious groups have done this in the past mm-hmm. and it, there's always something nefarious taking place behind it, right? And it's immediately too. <clears throat> I mean, normally when it comes to like c- code enforcement or the fire department involved, normally they'll give you a, a period of time to, you know, hey, this is out of code, this needs to be fixed and this is the process Normally, there's a long process for these things. Yeah. And this was like immediately, like, just get the cement trucks there, cover it up. <clears throat> yeah. Well, too, it's just like, yeah, that would happen, right? Like, they would, they want it to be fixed. Mm-hmm. But how much more when it leads to another establishment, right? Because there's differing stories. Like, it goes to, like, a woman's bathhouse. A there's mikvah, another one with the men's mikvah. And so. a men, yeah, men's mikvah. And, you know, so I don't know exactly which one is the legitimate one. But either bathhouse, it's either bathhouse is obviously weird bad. to have a tunnel going there. They found uh what was it? Soiled mattresses mm-hmm. and like in a high the tunnels. chair. Yeah, with, I think there's like blood on the mattress. They found a high chair. I mean you go in there and oh, you nothing see to that. See here. Wouldn't the police Pouring go in the there concrete. and say there's blood in here? Mm-hmm. This wow. looks this is a major this looks like a crime was committed or something. It's very questionable, you know? But then you just fill it up and not do anything about it. Now, first and foremost, before we get into the main culprits of this, the NYPD is obviously a very corrupt police organization. I'm just going to say that. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the history of the NYPD, they've pretty much, they don't really have a good track record. And I was talking to you about the whole Son of Sam case in the 70s going into the 80s mm-hmm. where you had the Son of Sam shootings and um, the main culprit who they thought was the, the, the only suspect by the name of David Berkowitz, he was captured and he admitted to participating in the shootings. 
And once the NYPD caught him, closed the case, gave promotions, the whole thing was shut down. The problem is, is that although David Berkowitz confessed to some of the shootings, he said that he didn't do all of the shootings. Aside from that, the... What are you doing back there? Everything all right, man? What's going on? He's reading the article. Other than that, you know, you have multiple eyewitnesses during that time who uh, said, that's not what he looked like. Like, I saw the shooter, and that's not what he looked like. And they, they have sketch sketches of the uh, of the suspects, looked nothing like him. And so, based upon the eyewitness accounts, there's like multiple shooters, but the NYPD said, no, we're just, we got our man and that's it. And what's even more questionable is that when they suspected that David Berkowitz was the shooter, which obviously he did participate in it, they went to his house in a place called, uh, in a uh, place in New York called Yonkers. And what they did was when they suspected that a particular car was belonged to him, that it was his vehicle, they broke into it, searched it, well, what is it that you need before doing that? A warrant. A warrant. They didn't have a warrant for that. They found the the, the ninety four caliber. I think it was like a what is it? Ninety four caliber. Is that a, is that a caliber gun? I don't know. Who knows about guns here? I think it was a ninety four caliber weapon. They found all the stuff. They're like, oh, this is the guy. So then, when they arrested him, then they went to go get the warrant and like pursued a judge to sign off on the warrant afterwards. So they did all of these unethical things. Just to kind of close the case, get their promotions, and move on, but then the case essentially remains, you know, unsolved because of the fact that, according to the eyewitnesses, there were still multiple shooters, and the timing of when he was in a particular place where an eyewitness saw him, and the timing of when a person was shot and killed, it's just like it's impossible that he could have made it there. And so when you look at that whole entire thing, it's just like the NYPD—they they look kind of shady. Mm-hmm. Berkowitz is that yeah. Swedish? No, Jewish. no, that's Jewish, Jewish. my friend. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, you know, he's part of like a major cult or whatever, which, I mean, come on. But mm. what I'm saying is that, you know, and then I ha- I know someone who used to serve in uh, the New York Police Department, and he said, yeah, they're just, you know, everyone's kind of corrupt. They just do whatever they want. And so it really doesn't surprise me that these Jews are d- digging this huge tunnel very illegal, very suspect, very questionable. And, the and then NYPD is there just to kind of help out and just fill it up. Take a couple Jewish blows, you know? Yeah, because <laughs> weren't they fighting them or something? Or yeah, they're, they're yeah. getting out of hand? Pull, pull up some of those videos, though. This um, is the one about the monastery. Uh, it's kind of oh. hard to find now. <clears throat> wow. You know, when I was looking at some of this stuff as well, like looking into the Jewish tunnel deal with the synagogue... Even all these news reports, they all have differing like uh, facts about this case too. Just like the mikvah, whether it was a men or women's mikvah, but yeah. there was a lot of different people who have mm-hmm. very different things on what happened. Go ahead, press play. What is that? Wild new footage shows the illegal underground tunnel dug by a group of young Orthodox Jews. Synagogue. Oh, they have enough money. They don't need to dig to expand. Why didn't? Why are they? Where's the toilet doing? 
seeing there's others that say it was nine. Yeah, some words. said it was nine, some said it was ten, some said it was 15, up to fifteen or twelve. <clears throat> Imagine these dozens of calls and collapse of buildings. I have questions. Yeah, I mean, you know, if I, if, if you I have an hour this week, you know, you can learn a hundred songs on the piano by learning. <laughs> what was that? Aren't they all into real estate? They could buy the land if they want to. But obviously they want to hide something. Or else would you do everything underground like a rat? I'm just saying, why is there mattresses in there that are stained? That's just yeah. That should I, be a cause for question there. You know, like, it's one thing to have a tunnel, but then when you start finding, like, evidence in there of mattresses. foul play, mm-hmm. yeah. then, you know... I saw that mattress. And, like, the where the stain is... It's like, obviously, you know, somebody lays there and they bleed. They're going to bleed. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that they're going crazy about like defending, the, defending the hole. It's like, you know, like Sodom and Gomorrah or something. Yeah. They're just like, they're just going crazy trying it's, to break down the house. It's like, it's, it's that they're implacable. They're rap- it, rabid. It, it, rabid. Yeah, you would think like... They'd kind of kowtow and just say we've been caught and we don't want to keep fighting it and make things worse. Or they they're, would want to cover it up or something. Yeah, they're bold about they're it. They're super bold because they know they they control the media and stuff. And they're not going to get touched. any way they yeah. want. Any they way could they pay want. off the cops probably. Like what we're saying right now would be considered majorly anti-Semitic. <laughs> you know, anti-Semitic pastor makes conspiracies about Jewish tunnels that lead to mikvahs, bath yeah. houses with bloody mattresses in there. Nothing happened. You know, it's just like weird. Mm-hmm. Man, it's so strange. And they're really bold. They don't. They don't care at all. It, it, and a lot of those guys who are getting arrested too, you just see them smiling and laughing about it, and they're still doing the little bobbing and weaving about it. Bobbing and weaving. <laughs> <laughs> but it, they just. I. It, to me, it just seems like they know. They're brazen. They're, they're just brazen about it. Mm-hmm. They're super brazen about it. They're just gonna get let off the hook. And someone told me that that synagogue is questionable. I mean, all synagogues are questionable, bro. Like. Come on, it's a synagogue. Mm-hmm. I personally think, and I can't prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is opinion. I don't know for sure that there's some sort of human trafficking that was probably taking place there. You know, um, you don't use that to expand. Some people said, oh, they built it during COVID. COVID's over, bro. That was, two, <laughs> that was 2020. <laughs> uh, we do, we've never built tunnels to get mm-hmm. to church. <laughs> some people you know, were saying, too, COVID. they were only digging for six months. Some said a year, and then some say like, during COVID time. Is, is it, yeah, see what is all the these world? different. Well, they're gonna put out differing information and let the people just make a mess of it. Yeah, the truth and then just calls anti-Semite to whoever's. You know, well, they're to they're very fortunate on. that basically the vast majority of the population will just kind of believe whatever it is that they oh. say. Mm-hmm. By the end of, end of this all, they're probably gonna come out as the heroes, as the victims. Oh yeah, you know, and people are just anti-Semitic for questioning anything about it i heard there was like tunnels under like gaza and it's just like it's like the same thing was going on over there mm-hmm. it's weird but we were talking about a verse a passage in the bible that is very similar to these act to the actions of these jews it's right their mo their mo and it's a vision that god gave ezekiel when he's showing him the he greater the abominations. <laughs> yeah, it's when I brought up the head. Bring it up now. <laughs> I should bring it up now. <laughs> uh, let me go ahead and read. Do you have the verses there? Oh, you do. What is it, Ezekiel? Yeah, there you go. 
Hold on a second. Let's see. Let's read it from verse. I'll read verse number seven. Uh, we'll read from verse Starting six. Yeah. He said, Furthermore unto me, son of man, seest thou what they do? Even the great abominations that the house of Israel committeth here, that I should go far off from my sanctuary. But turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations. And he brought me to the door of the court, and when I looked, behold, a hole in the wall. <laughs> and he said unto me, Son of man, dig now in the wall. And when I had digged in the wall, behold, a door. And he said unto me, Go in, and behold the wicked abominations that they do here. So I went in and saw, and behold, every form of creeping things, an abominable beast, and all the idols of the house of Israel portrayed upon the wall round about. And there stood before them 70 men of the ancients of the house of Israel. And in the midst of them stood Jazaniah, the son of Shaphan, with, uh, with every man in his censer, excuse me, with every man, his censer in his hand, and a thick cloud of incense went up. Then he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen what the ancients of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in the chambers of his imagery. For they say, the Lord seeth us not. The Lord hath forsaken the earth. He said unto me, all, he said also unto me, Turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations that they do. Man. I Creepy guess they're things. still they're still doing the same thing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> digging, Just what they do. Digging tunnels to, to do abominations. Digging tunnels to make abominable to create abominable things, to participate in wicked things. Yeah. Why? Because they say the Lord seeth us not. Yeah. Ugh, disgusting. And you know, Ben Shapiro hasn't really said anything about this <laughs> whole thing this entire time. I don't, I mean, I could be wrong. Look up if he said anything about the Jewish tunnels. Uh, pretty much, uh, there's nothing going on there. Just a bunch of young Jewish guys. I used to do the same thing <laughs> when I was young or something. How come he's not speaking out against it? Or just covering it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's weird. But you know what? It's basically uh, symbolically representing what the Jews, according to the flesh, according to the Bible, do. They What they do in dark places, tunnels, digging, permeating society with their abominations. Mm-hmm. There was this guy who was saying, like, for a while, like, he lived at, like, the, 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 the first floor or something, on the first floor <laughs> yeah. or something. And he said for, like, the longest time... He just kept hearing Jews, <laughs> like people speaking Yiddish, yeah. like digging under his house or something. He's like, what in the world's going on? And it's crazy that they, they can just do that and not suffer any repercussions. Like the guys who got arrested, they're going to be released. Oh, yeah. already back on the, the streets of whatever. I'm sure the, the judge and the attorney's probably Jewish, <laughs> the DA. Mm-hmm. They're probably down there themselves. The ancients. The elders. Mm-hmm. Man, they're going to get what's coming to them, though. It's it's kind of... Um, it's one of those things that shows us that even though we have the internet, where just pretty much anything can be exposed, any move you do, anything you say can just be exposed, they could do the worst and absolutely nothing, nothing happens. happens. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane, you know. And I'm telling you, you know, you 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 have Christian churches ever try something like that, do something like that? Oh man, 
Even that, something slightly out of code or something like that. Oh I mean, yeah, the city well, will be all over. They bombed our them. church. Look at what happened. Look at how the how they spun that story in the media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how how uh, they were the victims and we're the per- perpetrators, even though we were bombed. It's crazy. How and you know, if if some Christian church was digging something and they were caught, they definitely wouldn't be brazen enough to just be fighting the police over covering, you know, <clears throat> co- you know, putting cement in it. I mean, it's just crazy that they just they're just so bold about it to just. Not only are they caught and they know nothing's going to happen, but then they'll fight police, not worried about it. They just cover it up. And then just... and then they know the media is just going to, you know, and really it seems like the media's just got all these different stories of what happened and these different facts and no one's getting it really straight on what happened. And it's just going to blow over after a while. Yeah, because uh, the information has become so convoluted and there's so many different uh, versions of it mm-hmm. that... People don't really know which one to believe, and after a while, they just lose interest. Like, I've heard, uh, apparently, uh, on the Wikipedia article of this incident, and it's saying that the fire department found the tunnel, but then on different news coverages, it's saying that one of the, uh, I forget what they call it, but one of the Jewish leaders or whatever at the synagogue found out the tunnel and called the police on it. Yeah. They're going to so, be the heroes. They're going to be the victims at the end of all this. So. What in the world? And they're saying Typical that Jewish the people stuff. who dug this were just like these extremist Jews that just did it, you know, when no one, you know, undercover. And no but then the other ones were saying that it was like teenagers that did it. Yeah, yeah. And it's then just... another version is just like, well, they hired people mm-hmm, to come and dig mm-hmm. this tunnel or whatever. It's like... Yeah, no one's got their facts straight. And it's just all these different ideas, all who these different Who is a stories. liar? <laughs> He that denied that Jesus is... You know, the Jews are the best at creating the narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, ever since the resurrection of Jesus Christ. <laughs> they just pay people off and say, you know, say that his disciples came by night and took him away, <laughs> and we will secure you, you know? He's like told the NYPD, <laughs> say that a bunch of teenagers did, and we'll cover you guys. They love Like the ups. NYPD are like the Romans of, the, of, of Jesus' day, you know yeah. what I mean? Dang. It's just frustrating. You know, I'm not really frustrated. I mean, if I think about it quite too much, I can be, yeah. Because it's just kind of one of those things that's just like no justice. But there, you know, you kind of wonder how Ezekiel felt Mm -hmm. when he saw that. It's like, this is happening in my own backyard. You know, my my leaders are participating in abominable things, you know? Mm -hmm. And really what the chapter is about is that God's showing him. Yeah. God what, sees everything. That he sees everything. He sees the anaresis of the heart. So no matter how well that tunnel was was hid, God saw every single tunnel. He sees all the wickedness that's taking place there. Yeah. And he's, you know, they're treasuring up wrath against the day of wrath. Well, just wondering what the Christian response is going to be. <clears throat> well, this is the Christian response. Christian responses from us is like it's wicked, it's suspicious. You know, the truth fears no investigation. Yeah. So why did you cover it up so fast if nothing was happening? Why don't you go and investigate? You know, the the bloody mattress and whatever the the what is it the um, the high chair the high chair and items that were in there, the destination and the people who did it. The FBI should get involved. That's the Christian response. 
And you'd say, why? Well, because of the fact that it's a Jewish synagogue. And synagogues are of Satan. That's what the Bible says. Yep. Jesus said that they're of the synagogue of Satan. So, you know, it doesn't surprise me that uh, these Nicolaitans are making holes from one place to another. And I don't think they were doing it to go do Bible studies. No. Or to get to the synagogue faster. It's a shortcut or something like that. From the mikvah, bath, house to the synagogue. I just highly doubt that. <laughs> it just seems like it's a very questionable thing. And, you know, the fact that they covered it up so fast makes you more suspicious. Absolutely. And are but they ever going to have a real story? Are they going to really figure out what actually happened? No. This no, is funny, too, because it's everyone's asking all these questions, and, and the media is like, oh, everyone's, you know, all these anti-Semitic comments. Well, why don't you have the official story of what happened? Exactly. Don't ask questions, Cody. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking too much. <laughs> yeah. They'll just put another Holocaust movie out, like, in, in a month. <laughs> They'll just pull one out from the library, like, oh, we haven't... We haven't put this one out yet. Netflix or something. Yeah. A new Holocaust survivor. <laughs> <laughs> it was 6.1 million. Yeah, I want to know what other... Uh, you're talking about the Zionist Christians. Yeah. You know, what are they going to say about it? You know, well, well brother, there's a God's chosen people. Yeah. Where there's a will, there's a way in a hole. <laughs> 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 they're holy. Get they're, it? They're, they're holy. <laughs> they're God's holy people, brother. Yeah. Wow. You know, they walk in the path of righteousness. No, they don't. Anyways, you know, at the end of the day, we know we don't know the full story. All we could do is speculate. Probably and don't want to know. It's probably yeah. so wicked. You're better not knowing. <clears throat> I mean, if that's what happened with the uh, monasteries, and the Catholics are pretty bad. Yeah, just Catholic think Church. What... Just think of what the synagogue of Satan will do. Good night in the morning. Mm-hmm. You could only imagine. And I'm just thinking, like, if it was just like a regular tunnel that led to, you know, whatever, help you to get to the synagogue faster or whatever, why would you just throw such a huge fit about it? Why would you be going, why would you riot inside for, you know? But, that, you know, they're just brazen. They don't care. Oh, man. I just, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I wish they would have filled it up with concrete while the... Never mind. Never mind. I'm going to have to cut that part out. <laughs> they wanted to be in their tunnel so bad. They stay there forever. <laughs> Weird. It doesn't help that they have a corrupt a police system there, too. Yeah. They always do things before it gets approved. And that's just <laughs> that's just one synagogue. Oh, There's so man. many synagogues out there. And apparently this synagogue's a really, really big one, really popular. 770 is what it's called. It's like a really big synagogue. All these big rabbis go there. That one? That specific one? That specific one that had that tunnel. <clears throat> and then these the, the Jewish leaders there, they claim that they had no idea that this tunnel was there. And it's just crazy. I mean, it'd be like you not knowing that there's some the hole in this church, right there, dude. let alone one of the biggest synagogues. What is that video US. of that guy crawling out of the sewer? Is that Master Splinter or what? Jewish you know mutant what I'm about? ninja turtle. <laughs> Dreidel's Jewish. in a half shell. <laughs> Can you pull that up? Yeah. Is that, that has to do with the tunnel, right? That's a nice little symbol there. You know who made that for us? Louisa. Louisa Kanzari designed that. 
What the heck is going on? A hidden tunnel was discovered under a synagogue right in the heart of Brooklyn. Hard to believe, right? No, Let's dig deeper into the story. Oh, very funny. Directly to the tunnel. Sorry, we're supposed to show an actual tunnel video. It all started when videos began circulating on social media, primarily on X, showing an altercation between Jewish Hasidic men and New York police following the discovery of a secret tunnel under the global headquarters of a Jewish movement named Habat Lubovitch, commonly known as 770. The brawl began when the group's leaders dispatched cement trucks to seal the tunnel's opening, with no police presence inside. Proponents of the tunnel then turned violent and tore off wooden panels inside the synagogue. The police were only then called to the scene and arrested nine people. See, the leaders refused nine. to say when they found out about the tunnel, although word of their existence had been circulating around the community over the past few weeks, according to several worshippers. Those in favor of the tunnel said they were carrying out an expansion plan long envisioned by Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson, a key figure in the movement. Some of the group's adherents believe that Schneerson, who died in 1994, is the messiah and is still alive. Those who built the tunnel reportedly held this belief. They'd set out to carry out this expansion plan by connecting the synagogue to the whole empty space behind it, 21-year-old Zalmi Grossman said, adding that it was what the rabbi wants and what everybody wants. In February 2023, the founder of an initiative named Expand 770, Levi Jacobson, expressed this same desire and conviction. The Rebbe urged that each and every Jew should participate physically and monetarily with Expanding 770. Following the brawl with the police, Mari Seligson, a spokesperson for the group, condemned the construction of the tunnel, describing it as an act of vandalism committed by a group of misguided and extremist young men. Although social media is filled with theories linking the tunnel to child trafficking, exactly why they were built and what they were used for remains a mystery. Hmm. Interesting. You know, I see secret tunnel. I see a lot too with these videos. They try to make um, light of it, like it's just a joke. Like, oh, it's funny. It's like, what the heck is with these Jews? You know, yeah, yeah the music. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, very dun, yeah, jovial music. It's like if it, if goofy, they were serious about like, hey, there's like this big investigation, they wouldn't be having that type of music being yep. played. Yeah. They're just playing it off like, oh, all these silly Jews. What are they digging this stupid yeah. tunnel? Well, oh, whatever. We're supposed to show you a real hole, a real tunnel. Sorry. Yeah. That's that's all intentional. Oh yeah, it's very intentional. You know, they know how to spin a story. Man, the media is just trash. <laughs> you can't watch the news. You can't mm -hmm. trust any source anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like people man. are even getting on like uh, other guys like Joe Rogan because they're just he's he's not talking like serious like like he's joking about stuff. it. He's just joking about it and just what's well, because they probably the the ones who run those companies. Tell them, like, hey, we want you to talk about this, but you got to make, like... Well, the guy who signs his check probably tells him what to say. Yep. Mm -hmm. He says you got to make light of it. Make sure you joke about it. You know, yeah. it's a nothing burger, blah, blah, blah. Yep. That's crazy. That's what they're just making this whole thing out to be. They know how to manipulate the yeah. masses very well. Yeah. Because <clears throat> that's what I hear with most of these people that are discussing this thing. It's just like, oh, it's funny. Social media, they got a lot of, you know, they'll have the Mario music mm -hmm. or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All the like, while, there's like probably children being trafficked through there and being mm -hmm. molested and raped, and like all types of wickedness is taking like, place. Like, oh, nothing there. to see here. It's just the, these silly, you know, funny Jews that are doing something weird, but whatever. We just cover it up, and they're just, they're just silly Jews doing those weird religious practices. Nothing to see here. It's crazy how something could be so open on the open, and it's just like the king has no clothes on, but just like no one, no one knows. It's, you know what I mean? 
It's yeah. insane. It's crazy. But hey, that's the world we live in, you know what I mean? And if you don't have God, you don't have the Bible, you don't have Jesus Christ, you don't have you're not saved, man, that stuff would just drive you into a dark place. Mm-hmm. You know, because of your need for to uh, your need for uh, justice to be carried out will never be satiated. Yeah. You know? And that's the whole thing with like the Son of Sam case. There's a guy who like researched that entire case. He exposed all of it. I mean, he found out a crazy amount of information and he got, I mean, he went deep into the occult of what they were involved in and all the satanic things that were taking place, the sacrifices that they were doing. And justice was never served, and in fact, he it it, it like killed him. Like he ended up he ended up give, becoming very sick, and that's all he thought about till the very last breath. Because he just was so frustrated and and angry that justice was never served, and he went down this dark tunnel of conspiracy and all of these nefarious things that were taking place. And it just ate him up inside that justice was never served. And literally on his dying on his deathbed, he's still like telling people, Hey, go talk to this person and investigate this individual. They're like, dude, you're dying. Mm-hmm. Like you should just let it go. Like this is these are your last moments. You're gonna die. And he became like a very bitter, angry, unhealthy person because of it. You think about people who just like they go into these rabbit holes. Like you could you could go down pretty deep into these rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. And if you're not saved, it's, it's just going to stay there. And it'll destroy probably die you. There. It'll yeah. destroy you. That's why the Bible says uh, to be wise concerning good and simple, simple. concerning simple. evil. Yeah. Because it can drive a righteous man mad. Mm-hmm. The justice is not being carried out in our lifetime, we're not seeing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you put your faith in the fact that God, the righteous one, the judge of all the earth, will do right, oh, yeah. it's just like, these guys are going to get what's coming yeah. to them. I can wait. You know what I mean? I'll wait upon the Lord. Yeah. Because we know that he's going to do it. But it, obviously, it's important to talk about it, though. Yeah. So as to, you know, not... Expose to explain to our audience that pe- we're not ignorant of what's going on. Mm-hmm. This is what's possibly taken. This is what the Bible says. But at the end of the day... You know, don't go down in that rabbit hole too far because you'll find yourself in a very dark abyss. Yeah. Same thing with people who follow like politics and they're excited about Trump taking office. Dude, he probably has his own tunnels. (laughs) (laughs) Trump tunnels. Trump tunnels. Trumples. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. And they think he's going to fix everything. Mm -hmm. They think everything's going to go back to normal and it's just like. To put your faith in the arm of the flesh is crazy. Yeah. Should never be done. But anyways, the Jews in their tunnels, my friends. And we'll, we'll see if anything else comes about this particular story. But wanted to chime in on that, and I felt like it was a good idea for our first episode. Amen? And uh, just what the Bible has to say about that. And so because this came up recently, it basically fits the biblical narrative of, you know, How the... the um, like. Yeah, of how the Jews operate, what they're like, and you know, they're still up to up to no good up to this day. And know? those are the like the church going Jews. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. 
Well, folks, that's pretty much it for episode number one. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Of course, you can watch the full episodes here on Rumble. And by the way, let me just say this. If you're watching this on Rumble, why haven't you subscribed to it? I mean, you're watching already. Just click the follow button. That's all you got to do. I know this episode is going to hit at least 1,000 views, but the problem is we only have like 720 followers. So some of you are not following yet. So just follow, hit that green, ugly-looking button right there on on, on uh, Rumble. Follow there. You can also follow on Spotify. This will be up on Spotify, although the title will change a little bit on for Spotify. And Two, then twos and their journals. <laughs> or yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we how we word it. And then also, you can also listen to all the episodes on our website fwbcla.org online. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here tonight. Looking forward to a great next episode in five months. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, hopefully sooner, sooner Season than six. That. Season <laughs> six. Season seven. <laughs> All right, folks. Have a good night.